Hello and welcome back to the In Between Podcast. If you're new here, don't forget to like, subscribe, all that good stuff, you know, ring the bell, and go check out our blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com. That's right. Yeah. So Welcome. Welcome all. Welcome, Daphne. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> So you, you guys will have to forgive Daphne here today. She's feeling a little under the weather. California uh, has finally awful. arrived in spring. Oh, it's terrible. <clears throat> it's like and death most, for me. <laughs> <laughs> most, most spring people, is supposed to be, you know, the time of rebirth and all that stuff. I just feel like it. <laughs> well, I mistakenly hit the uh, button and turned it off, but I guess maybe some people know that and maybe some people won't. We'll see. Well, now that you've said that, it, it everybody knows. This is true. If we keep So anyway, it. spring anyway. is trying to kill you. Yeah, because <laughs> my body's just too good. It's just so good that you know how allergies work? Like your body just works too well. It it sees that thing and it's like attack. And then it ends up getting you sick. So yeah. that's fun. Yeah. yeah. So in California, it's been raining. Of what for what seems like forever. It's so great. And Daphne Love loves the rain. That's why she wants to one day live in the Northwest. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> but, but the here, rain is gone and the flowers are blooming. The almond orchards. Well, the almond blossoms stuff. blossomed a long time ago, but okay, man, yeah. but I everything also else, got sick then too. Everything else is this week is just like finally went. Oh, okay, it's time. Yeah, and all it's all arrived at once. Yeah. So it's beautiful. We had a beautiful weekend, right? Yeah. It was yeah. a it was a Easter weekend. We did. We're actually a little bit behind and kind of in our recording schedule. Normally we wouldn't be recording something the same week that we'd be releasing it, but this week we happen to be doing that. Oopsies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh You didn't tell me that. So you're getting a fresh <laughs> recording here to today as you're listening. Um but You you guys are always getting a fresh recording, really. Well, you know, sometimes we actually get to edit it and think about it and you know. Oh, are we not editing this one? Well, oh, okay. <laughs> I shouldn't even say we edit because we really don't edit that much. But anyway, you know. <laughs> Anyways. Since Daphne wasn't feeling very good, I finally forced her to jump on a microphone here. Well, it seem, seems like to me that like most of our conversations really actually come out of questions, right? I mean, it's either yeah, a question you usually. ask me. Or like a problem that I like don't know how to deal with. And I'm just like, okay, how do I do this? And then you're like, okay, let's talk about it. But when you ask me a question... How do I do this? Do I typically respond with the answer? No. What do I do? You like, you kind of lead me into the answer. Like it's, it's usually, um, you give me hints, but it's usually me that eventually figures it out. I just need help figuring it out. Well, I was going to say, I usually ask you questions back, right? Yeah. And a lot, of the a lot of the times it's me asking a question, not realizing I already know the answer. And then you're like, you're looking at me like, Really? You asked me this? And I was like, okay, wait, hold up. I just answered my own question. I do that a lot. I yeah. like walk up, I ask a question, and then I answer yeah. my own question. Do you think that that's a product of being a teenager, or do you think that's a product of the culture in which we live, where it's just so easy to go, hey, Google, what is this? Oh, gosh. I, I thought it was just like a me thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but like a lot of the times I'll like, ask a question to you and then you'll like be in the middle of answering it and I I've already answered it myself it's like it's like I don't know my, that's when I see your eyes glaze over it's and just you start my, to trail off my brain catches up 
I don't know. It's it's weird. It's or like you'll say something to me, and then I'll ask you what. Like, what? And then you explain it to me again. In the middle of you explaining it, I've registered already what you've said before. It's sure. It's really strange. It happens to me a lot. I, I, I don't know if it's like an auditory disorder thing. I don't know. I No, it's a teenage it's disorder. A, is it a teenage <laughs> disorder? Yeah. Do, do all people do that? Well, I think, I think for the most part, yes, teenagers do okay. tend to do that. And it's just the way, it's part of the way your brains are developing. Yeah. Um, mom could actually answer this question a little better than I can because she's a little more studied on it than I am. But the teenage brain is mm. a pretty fascinating thing. And there's, there are ages uh, or age ranges where it's like physically impossible. Like, you know, the, the joke is, you know, you ask 11 or 12 year old kid, go get something from the garage or go get something from the kitchen or go get something from the house. And right. They forget. And they, well, no. And they get lost on the way. Yeah. Right. And 10 minutes later you go find them in their room and you're like, why didn't you get that thing? And they're like, Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. You know, like just complete brain disconnection. Yeah. I, that's what I mean by the whole, and I don't think it's actually like a disorder Blech, disorder. It's just like a, a thing. I don't know. Yeah. It has something to do with psychology. I don't Probably. Know. Something to do with psychology. <laughs> Probably. Um, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess that would be a product of society. Well, I, th- I do think part of it is that is today that we have such access to information mm-hmm. that we don't think. Well, that's why I actually kind of like asking you guys because then we have to both think it out together. But like... And, like, looking through Google and, like, oh, there's so many options all the time. There's, like, 15 bajillion articles on Napoleon. And I'm, like, I I only want the one thing. Just answer the one question, please. I don't need his childhood. Like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've talked about before that kids in particular, I've, I've actually mentioned this to you, that there is a point in a kid's life mm-hmm. where, well, like you have grown up in a house where faith has been a part of what we yeah. what we live and right and what we do. See, there'll be a point when there when the when our faith is no longer our faith. Yeah, it actually becomes your faith. Yeah. And I've, I watched it happen over and over again in teenagers mm-hmm. to where they had a faith crisis, right? What I always call a faith crisis. It's a faith crisis. Well, it's a, it's that it's time whenever... Um, you actually start asking you all start, the big questions? Yeah, you start oh, asking okay. all the big questions and you start trying to figure it out. Um, oh, that whole like, is this actually real? Like, am yeah. I really going to believe this? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I don't because think I can, I've gone through that crisis because I don't know, it just... I understand, like, when I explain the whole situation to other people, when I talk about it out loud, I'm like, okay, I kind of sound like a crazy person, but I don't know. It's just, I've grown up with it. It's sure. like, I've heard all the things. I've, the, not theories, but like the actual concrete evidence and the historical part of the background of the Bible. And so it just doesn't seem as crazy anymore. Yeah. Like, especially when I was, I mean, kids believe in a lot like very easily like you tell them santa claus is real and they're like okay yeah you know so yeah. i don't know 
I don't know if I ever grew out of that phase. Or if I did, it just like never registered. I don't know. See, now I think it's interesting <laughs> that you say I've never had that crisis or whatever it is. Have but, I had that crisis? Well, I think I feel it, like a crisis is like something big, right. you know? And I don't feel like I've ever had that big thing. But I think there's been this transition in that. I just you, ask more questions. I was going to say you started asking more questions and you started looking for more answers, right? Mm-hmm. And you started to uh, adopt the adopt faith and values of your own, mm-hmm. even though you may not even recognize that that's what you're doing. Oh. <laughs> um, but you started to do that. So my question to you is, as I'm seeing you do this, mm-hmm. why do you think it is that faith is so controversial? Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, okay, so my my simple answer to that is people people don't like to be disagreed with really so we we pretty much take in whatever we want to hear you know like especially in the bible like a lot of the times when we're <laughs> looking at a story i know i do this and i a lot of people other than me do it too is we like we read the story and we only take away the parts that kind of like agree with us and what we're already doing but if there's a change that we don't want to make or we're afraid of making, we usually ignore that part of the story, right? So so what do you mean? Get, get, boil that down a little a little, a little more. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know how. I mean, that, that that's as simple as I can say it. Like Do you mean like something specific that the Bible says like oh that you shouldn't do this or you should do that or Oh, you mean okay. Like I mean, a what, what do you example. mean? Well, oh gosh. Um Oh, gosh, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) What do you mean you don't know what you're talking about? I don't know how to explain this at all. I don't have a good, like, concrete example to to explain this. It's okay for you not to have a concrete example. You don't have to. You just said No, I don't have an example at all. It's just like nothing comes to mind. It's just like we take away what we like to hear, and that agrees with our opinions. Okay. And we ignore what doesn't agree with us. Sure. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, one of the biggest ones probably in the Bible that automatically comes to my mind is um, that mar- that sex ought to be in marriage? Oh yeah, right? okay, yeah, right. And yeah. so, what is what does your uh, culture say about that? Well, okay, I actually like kind of learned some stuff about this really recently. So I thought it was normal for people to move in together before marriage. Like I didn't realize that was a weird thing, and my little innocent pea brain was all like, "Well, not thinking that people were doing it just to have sex," you know? Sure. And I was like, <laughs> "I like how you like quieted down as you said that." <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Um, <laughs> dang it! Now I forgot what I was talking about. No, well, you just you were just saying that it wasn't. You didn't even recognize that it wasn't. Yeah, normal. yeah. Um, but then I realized why people do that, like why people move in together. And then I was thinking, well, if you need to move in together to see if your marriage will be successful, you don't know each other enough. You know what I mean? Like you probably shouldn't be getting married. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah, I, I actually I saw a video about that recently. And I was like, that's weird. That's funky. I think, oh, it was a video saying like, is it a red flag or a green flag if he wants to move in before marriage? And I was like, red flag, red flag. And the lady said green flag. And I was like, I think you're crazy, woman. Yeah. 
So, so it's interesting that you're saying that because I, I can guarantee you there are folks that are listening to this podcast that are like, what? Why is that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Why, I mean, why, why, why would that be an issue? And, uh, I think it's interesting too, that you, you didn't even connect, uh, initially like that the, the relationship would be, uh, yeah. a physical relationship, right? They're just, they just moved in. You, you knew that people lived together. Yeah, I was like, just thinking like, oh, you just want to see how like it is living together, you know, like right. what your daily problems right. are. And then I was like, wait. Then you became a, a teenager and realized, oh, okay, oh, okay. there's <laughs> more to this. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, yeah. There's some some ulterior motives. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. All right. So th- that's one of the reasons why you think it's so con- that that faith is controversial because it. Yeah, things that we find normal. And don't think about a lot are actually, like, really strange when you look at it in the Bible. Like, hey, you probably shouldn't be doing this. And then you're like, oh, why? That doesn't make any sense. It's completely normal because society has made it normal. Yeah. Society has made it normal, you just said. Yeah. Society has made a lot of things normal, which is why I have a huge problem with the whole topic of sex in general. It's because society has made it this thing that like is is it's only like outside of marriage like all this cheating and and like adultery and stuff like that yeah. it, it never really paints it in the way that it's supposed to be or that it's painted in the bible sure. which is like within marriage to have kids sure. because you love each other it's but anybody like, listening to this right now is going oh that's like so old fashioned cuz it's good <laughs> well it's 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 interesting that you say that i mean uh, people are i can promise you as they're listening to this they're going they're going well that's a really old-fashioned kind of way of thinking about it uh you know i could never go back to that or well, that's that because- doesn't even make sense as a society well i think it's old-fashioned because i mean if you look back in history we used to have whole like kingdoms based off of Catholicism or like Protestantism, right? You had those values in there and it was like a lot of people based their thinking off of the Bible because that was what was, you know, prominent. I think it was because of, you know, like the whole invention of the printing press. Sure. And, I mean, and the Gutenberg press was literally made in order to print the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so more people could read it and more people yeah. would be a faith. Yeah. And, um, that was just what was considered normal in that society because everybody lived that way. So I guess that's why people consider it old fashioned. But like, as we moved on, people were like, no, we want religious tolerance. We want everybody to be accepted, you know, not just Christians. And, you know, we don't want that to be the norm. So they fought for equality and religious tolerance and all that stuff. And it was granted in a bunch of kingdoms and you know we've grown to have the countries that we have today and we've strayed from what was originally normal in society so now most of our values aren't based off of things that are written in the bible it's so that everybody can do whatever they want basically does that make sense sure it makes sense and i mean i guess that kind of answers the question is why would it be controversial because if you are in some way coming against my values or what I find mm-hmm. most, most valuable to me, mm-hmm. then automatically 
I'm going to take offense to that. Yeah. It's just interesting because what me growing up as a teenager doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Now, granted, it was 30 years, but, <laughs> you know, 30 years is, doesn't really seem that long either. And, it seems like a long time. And it's amazing. I've only lived half that. <laughs> it's amazing to me, though, that in 30 years, how much has changed. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, like, Amy's parent or grandparents, you know, I've sat and talked with them before they passed. Grampy was in World War II, you know, and... Um, well, okay, now that that's in perspective, because I've just done a whole unit on World War II... Yeah, it's 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 impressive, and to think I, I've often thought about like what would he think about today's society? I would be embarrassed, honestly, for yeah. him to see. Like I haven't even had any like influence on what's happened, and I'm still embarrassed to be a part of it. Sometimes. Why? Why do you say that? You say, you say you're embarrassed to be a part of today's society. Is yes. that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because we've strayed so far from any kind of moral compass or. Any set values, like, it's not even that we have different values, it's that there's just, they're everywhere. There's nothing specific anymore. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, if, you know, if we put one set value in place, then it's going to offend somebody, and then everybody's going to get sensitive about it. Sure. And it's just all going to spiral downward, you know, because everybody wants to be happy and wants to be agreed with. And, and and I'm sure, like, I'll put a title on this podcast, and I'm sure that the title, or maybe even from the few of the opening comments, that people will turn it off because yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, they're going to talk about faith. I don't want to. I don't want to listen to this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, well but, but to me, that is like uh, so mind-boggling. I know. <laughs> well, it's it's why I don't. When I, some people will probably get mad at this too, but. Um, it's why when I first introduce myself to people, I don't tell them that I'm religious anymore. Like sure. I wait till later because they get to know me. They understand I have these certain values. And then later on, they figure out why that I have these certain values. And they're less like, oh, you're a Christian. I don't, I don't, I don't go with Christians or I, was, I don't go with Christ followers, you know? Sure. Like, I was just out with one of our vendors that we work with <clears throat> and, um, we were out, we went out to lunch. We were sitting there talking and he started asking me a little bit about me and you know, what my background was, how I got here into the town and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And at one point I, I actually said, I said, well, you know, cause he asked me how long I've been doing construction. I said, well, you know, I was, I was actually pa- a pastor for almost 20 years <laughs> and he go immediately, he goes, Oh man, I wonder what I've said. Yeah. You know? And, and he kind of, it almost changed the conversation. And I, I actually said to him at that time, I said, this is actually one of the reasons why I rarely bring this up with, unless it's with people who I know and have known for a little bit. Yeah. I said, because it shuts conversations down. And they automatically like think that you view them differently and yeah. they're going to view you differently. It's like, no, yeah. you, d- no. <laughs> right. Well, and with the whole like, oh, have I said something? A lot of people will apologize when they swear in front of me. I'm like, even adults, yeah. they'll, they'll look at me and they'll cover their mouth. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I don't really know what you want me to do with that. but Well, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to even ask you this question, well, uh, one, of the, one of the main reasons why I wanted to ask you this question was because this was just Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with Easter, obviously, comes a whole variety of 
things, right? Um, on one hand, a lot of the folks that I worked with, they they probably they weren't didn't attend church. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Easter Sunday wasn't a wasn't a big deal to them. Um, when they have on Friday or yeah, I was going to say good Friday services. They, you know, there was a few that mentioned something about good Friday. Um, but for the most part, you know, the Easter weekend is like, you know, Easter bunnies and going out to, you know, for walks and because it was a beautiful weekend, like, um, and, um, uh, just doing all the things that, you know, people do like Mm -hmm. it just, it, it was a, it was a holiday, what they consider a holiday. And, well, I saw a video actually today, I think, that said uh, it was a girl. She said, Happy Easter to those who are not religious, Happy Sunday. And there were people in the comments who were going like, you said Happy Sunday. Sunday's like for Christians, you know. You're still being like... Really? Like Sunday's you're still being insulted, insulting I or thought offending. Mon- Sunday was just uh, one of the... Seven days yeah, in the no, week. Yeah, no, she said happy Sunday. So people were like, oh, that's when Christians go to church. You're not being inclusive. And I was like, See, what, where, what is happening? When do we get so offended at everything? I just, I, it doesn't make know. any sense. I'm like, this poor girl's just trying to be nice. She's trying to like say hi to people, you know? Yeah. Celebrate a holiday and people are just beating her up for it. I felt really bad. I was like, that sucks, dude. Do you think some of the reason why faith is controversial and... And and let's even dial it up to Christianity. Why Christianity is controversial is because Christians so much don't act like Christ. Yeah, it's it's so bad. It's 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 a big problem. Is we have people who like claim that they're good Christians and they're like, yeah, Jesus, and then they do these things in the name of God that are not what God would do. You know what I mean? Right. When faith, when when people don't represent Christ well, and they claim to follow Christ, I think that's one of the biggest problems that comes uh, to the to the Christian message. Now, there's a caveat to that that I'm about to make too. The interesting part about that is is that there's not one of us that's perfect, right? I mean, I I, yeah. I will tell you, I follow Jesus, yeah. and I'm in, in, I guess in the traditional, traditional sense of the word, I'm a Christian, even though I don't like to be called Christian because it has such a negative connotation in society. I'd rather you call me Christ follower. Yeah. But the, the reality is, is that I'm, I'm not perfect. And, and I, I know that I'm not perfect. Like I have got, I got issues. Like I need Jesus. I need his forgiveness. I need his redemption. I need his grace and his mercy. And yeah, there, I think there's a big common misconception of like, if you are a Christian, you're perfect or you think you're perfect. No, like, even though Jesus died for us, we are still not perfect. He's the only perfect one. Right. And our whole deal is just trying to be more like him. You know, the other side of this is that scripture says that the message of the cross is offensive to those who hear it. Oh. <laughs> Which is, that's kind of interesting, right? Wait, the me- in in the Bible? Yeah. The scripture? Yeah. The message of the cross. Okay. Yeah, because what's the message of the cross? I mean, that's really what Easter was all about. Like Good Friday, yeah. the tomb, uh, Jesus Jesus rising from the tombs. Like mm-hmm. the, the, that message of the cross is, is offensive <clears throat> 
to people who uh, don't necessarily believe in Jesus. What do you think that means? I don't know. Because I feel like that was like the biggest act of love ever. Right. Like, I've, I've, I've read some, some romance books before. Not straight romance, but like, right. nothing compares to the biblical love. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I don't see why that would be offensive to people. I can see why it might be like disturbing or confusing, but offensive? Who, what am I offending you for? Like, am I saying that you suck? I don't know. <laughs> am I like, this is the standard now? I think, is that, I, think I, I don't re- know. I think that's what you just said right there. Oh, this is the ex- standard? I think that's exactly it. Oh. Is that, that Jesus made the sacrifice, right? Yeah. And I have to do something with it. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, one of the one of the guys from work and I were on Friday. It was funny mm-hmm. because we were um, we were together while you were at jujitsu. Wow. And, and he and I were talking, and he said he's like, you know, oh, it's this is Good Friday. He's like, you know, do you guys do anything special and whatnot? And and I was just talking to him then about um, how that Friday is like this for me. It was kind of this uh, like a solemn day. I I don't know a better way to put it. Like mm. I, where I just kind of felt reverent, you know, for um, what I knew that F- Good Friday represents. It's um, okay. This is gonna sound weird, but I was. It's like a day of mourning, kind of. Well, it is kind of that, but, but at the same time, but it's also like, oh, we know. I'm gonna in say three you know days, how, you know how the story is, yeah. ends. So yeah, so then the, there's hope in the story too, yeah. right? Um, but know. you know, I th- I think it's interesting, and I was kind of piecing this together. Um, as I was thinking about like this whole weekend and, and what it means and why people are so put off by it and why people mm-hmm. are so offended by it in some ways. I didn't and, people were so put off by it. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's just like a funeral. The, this, oh. this weekend reminds us of our mortality. Right? Um, that's just my impression. I could be wrong. It reminds us of our, 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 our mortality, and it also reminds us that there um, are bigger things at play than just our lives, mm-hmm. and that's that's not something that's easy to deal with. No, <laughs> definitely not. Did you think about any of that kind of stuff, or is that like just as I get older, I'm, I'm thinking about this more? <laughs> <laughs> well... I don't think I've ever thought of it as like a reminder of my mortality because I don't know. It's not that I'm afraid of death. I'm not really afraid of death. Sure. But like also the unknown is kind of scary, right? Sure. But I don't know. It's just a reminder that like, hey, Jesus is there. He's, he, he died for us yeah. and like he he's there for us, right? And when my time comes to an end, he's going to be there to... Yeah. Take me away, which yeah. was pretty cool, if you ask me. I don't know. It's 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 more of a like like a reminder of his promise kind of thing. Sure. Sure. Also, I don't know why, but like Easter colorful makes me think of the rainbow, you know? Yeah. Sure. And his promise to the people, God's sure. promise to the people. Of course, now when you just said that, when people when you said rainbow, oh, sorry. people did not people automatically think that, right? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, but in which, the Bible, the, story? the rainbow was a was a promise. Yeah, well, at, at, when after Noah and and the ark. Yeah, right. 
He was promising land, right? Well, he was just the prom- promised land. <laughs> he, no, that, no, no. In the ark, he was just promised that uh, he God was God said basically, I'll never destroy the earth in this way again. And, oh, and it was kind yeah, of that this- doesn't really line up now that I think about it. But you know, <laughs> I don't know. It reminds me he's making promises to us, like that sure. he's going to fulfill, and sure. I can feel confident in that. I guess. Sure, that's my point. Yeah. It's you know, I, I, not the right story. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to um, I listened to Judah Smith. He compared really the God's relationship to us as Him being Father and as us being the kids. And I thought that was interesting because I have ki- I have a kid Hello. who I who I want the very best for, right? Oh, thanks. And I and I want you to succeed, and I want you to. And I want you to be everything that, that you're supposed to be in life. I always say it as, I want you to be the woman that God created you to be, mm. right? I want you, I want the fullest of those things for you. But I also know that there's times that you're going to make some really stupid choices. <laughs> Thanks. And um, you haven't made any huge ones yet, but you know, the potential is there. You could do I've that. Made, what? Um, <clears throat> I don't think you've even made any really See, minor See, the only minor thing ones. I can think of is just like when I dropped my phone in that girl's pool, but that doesn't have anything to do with going against but, the Bible. No. But my, my, my point in this is, is, you know, I set standards for mm-hmm. you that I want you to live by, and I love you, and, and, and that's the way God has done with us. And I think it's interesting because I never really thought about it this way until I listened to you to talk about this, the father and the kids, and that. He, God made this way for us and he knew that we might choose to ignore him, but he still brought us into this world anyway. Yeah. So then we choose to ignore him. And just like if you chose to ignore me, I would look for a way to, to get you to come back, which is what God did for us with Christ. And oh, I just think that that's cool. really cool. That's actually really smart. I didn't think about it like that. I think it's really, I think it's really cool when you look at that, look at it that way, because then suddenly you go, "Oh, God the Father." I mean, He loves me like a father should love me. Some people that are listening may not have ever had a father that loved them the way that that they should, mm-hmm. but He loves me in the most complete way that's possible, and that's pretty stinking incredible. <laughs> And so when I look at faith, I like, I like, I think when you really boil it down, the controversy is not so big, but I can, I can personally understand. I, I get it. Why people see faith as controversial because mm-hmm. they don't recognize that God wants the very best for them and loves them and is pushing them towards that mm-hmm. and then making a way um, with Christ for it. Well, I've always thought of like, the whole, like, God and us dynamic as, like, father and children. Like, that... I, You've always thought of it that way? Yeah. I'll oh, see so you've <laughs> wasted that way ahead of me. <laughs> well, I think it's been, it's been in a lot of sermons that I've heard recently, and it's been a common concept that I've learned. I don't know if I just got lucky with that one, but um, I've also thought of it like the shepherd and his sheep. Sure. You know, I think that's a pretty common one that they use in the Bible, too. I don't know. I think the controversy of like, you know, believing in Christianity and all that stuff is very similar to like believing in your own. Ooh, that's no, that's not the right way to put it. But like (laughs) listening to your own dad, right? You know, like you don't usually 
like I will disagree with you a lot on certain things, right? Sure. Do I disagree? Yeah, I think I disagree. Oh, sure. With you you on disagree things. sometimes. And like I don't know. Sometimes you say things that I don't want to hear, and sometimes I won't listen to you. I think it's the same thing with God. You know, there's a lot of people out there who have heard things from the Bible and they don't like what that means about their life, so yeah. they ignore it. Well, it's so. just like what you said. It's yeah. like that's that was kind of the crux of when we started this podcast out. You you said, you know, people want to avoid that, avoid what the the values of scripture because yeah. because it doesn't it challenges them. Yeah, and they don't like it. Yeah, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> it makes a little sense. Well, did you have anything uh, this Easter that uh, was a highlight of the weekend? Um. <laughs> Um, I thought you were gonna say Reese's eggs. <laughs> I mean, I do like my chocolate. But oh man, I t- I tried one of those Reese's eggs the other day, and it was like, wow, I haven't had one of those in a while. Okay, it wasn't a highlight, but I can't get it out of my head. Is that stupid Miracle Berry thing that it put in my mouth <laughs> and it made everything taste bad? I explain what that is. So if you don't know what Miracle Berries are, <laughs> they're usually for people who have like had their taste buds messed with. You know, no, no, they, no, 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 yeah, no. Like people who have had like, I don't know, like cancer or something like that. Like you just don't taste things it can, the way they should be. It can help uh, from what I understand okay. with people. That's actually not what they're made for. Wow. Okay. You lied to me. Then. No, I didn't. No, Wait. I didn't. I said that's how I found out about them. Okay. Okay. So the story was unclear. <laughs> okay. I misunderstood. Um, it's actually, it's actually some it actually fruit. For? I don't actually know what, what it's a, it's actually a fruit from somewhere in Africa, I think, okay, from what well, I understand. Well, anyways, it alters your taste buds and That's not right. in a pleasant way. <laughs> <laughs> it says it'll t- uh, turn things that are tart into something that's sweet and vice Which was versa. true, right? I, I had the like most tart lemonade and it literally tasted like I put a spoonful of sugar in my mouth. It was awful. And then I ate a chocolate. And it tasted like nothing. Yeah, you said that the, the, it, it took the sugar, the sugar was gone. out of the chocolate. Yeah, and I was like, "That is horrific. Why would anybody eat that?" So yeah, I guess highlights. <laughs> Fun. Well, thank you all for listening. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. And I do hope that as you listen to this um, little bit of a podcast, a little that rant. We, well, I I hope that you. Um, I hope that you're not offended by it. Really, I, I hope that it's something that actually helps you to know that, you know, we all kind of are in the same boat. We all find ourselves at times um, feeling challenged, but at the same time, you know, we got questions about faith too. Yeah. So it'd be awesome if we could actually have these kind of conversations and, um, and do them in an open way. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions... Please put them in the comments. Please do. We would love to talk about them, you know. And thank you to those of you who are commenting because yes. uh, we uh, we love to see that. And it actually helps us to uh, work on future material for podcasts as well. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget the subscribe thing and that whole spiel that I say usually at like the end of subscribe. every podcast. <laughs> wow. What? We strive to be professional here at In Between Podcasts. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know what you're talking about. Check out any of our other material at InBetweenPodcast.com. Yeah, it's all there. Have a great one. Bye.